to dive into topics on how to live a happier, healthier, more fit and long lifespan, then you've come to the right podcast. Live in the dream with me, Coach Damian Evans. Together, we will explore the topics on all things health, fitness, and wellness. Together, we will be lifelong learners on this journey to living the ultimate dream. What up, Dream Team? Coach D here coming at you from beautiful, sunny San Diego. And welcome back to the Living the Dream podcast, where we finish the week strong by covering how to properly fuel up our bodies based on what works best for us individually in order to reach for our health, fitness, and wellness goals, and in order to live your dream life. Today, we're diving into the world of a magical elixir that kickstarts most of our days. I'm talking about that coffee. But first, let's talk about the legends behind that morning cup of delicious brew. Picture this, goats, monks, and a stimulating discovery in the Ethiopian highlands around almost 1,200 years ago. Yes, we owe our beloved coffee to a goat herd's curious observation and some adventurous monks with a penchant for roasting beans. Fast forward to the 15th century and coffee houses emerge in Mecca, becoming hubs for everything from intellectual discussions to chess matches. Coffee wasn't just a social catalyst. It was medicine. Doctors in Europe prescribed it for everything from hernias to colds, turning it into a magical potion for well-being. Yes. Now you're probably wondering, is coffee actually good for me or what? So something so good can't be healthy for me, right? Well, buckle up for these three coffee revelations. Number one, coffee is a superhero in disguise. Numerous studies show that coffee lovers have a lower risk of cancers, neurological conditions, metabolic issues, and liver condition. It's like a health insurance policy in every single sip. Now, is this directly from the coffee or Is this some sort of correlation type situation? Do coffee drinkers just have a naturally healthier lifestyle? Something to sit and brew on for a second. Number two, coffee beans are more than just caffeine. Think magnesium, vitamin B3, chlorogenic acid, cafestrol, and cothweol, all packed into these tiny little beans. These compounds work wonders, improving antioxidant responses, reducing inflammation, and detoxifying carcinogens, improving lots of things in the body. Coffee isn't just a beverage, it's a nutrient powerhouse. And number three, Goldilocks was on to something. The sweet spot for health benefits, two to three cups of coffee a day. It's like the Goldilocks of coffee consumption. Not too much, not too little just right. And just to remind some of us, remember that a cup is a unit of measurement. It's not what you drink your coffee out of. Just because you grabbed a 64 ounce thermos doesn't mean that equals one cup, right? One cup is a unit of measurement, one cup. (laughs) So for coffee lovers, the morning brew is an important daily ritual. Some of us find our biggest joy in life during those moments. We find joy in the aroma, the shared moments, or the nice solitude moments, the company that we keep, and even the mug that we use. Yet, despite being a daily habit for many, how much do we know about its health effects? Let's sip into the world of coffee. The legend of the first cup. As far as we know, coffee comes from the seed of the coffee tree. 
This is native to the Ethiopian highlands. It's said that the beans were first discovered about 1,200 years ago by a goat herder who noticed the stimulating effects it was having on his goats. He supposedly shared the berries with some monks that he came across who then threw them into the fire and their alluring aroma led them to grind and mix the roasted beans with water, yielding the first cup of coffee. Whoa! The first coffee houses opened in Mecca in the 15th century. They became popular meeting places where people gathered to converse, play chess, listen to music, and discuss politics and the news of the day. Coffee drinking quickly spread across the Middle East, embedding itself in daily rituals, fostering intellectual exchanges, and giving rise to the new social hub, bringing to life the coffee house. This sounds much healthier than Twitter. Coffee was also used as a medicine. In Europe, coffee's popularity rose throughout the 16th and the 17th century. It was viewed by many doctors as a viable treatment for a wide range of ailments, prescribed in the form of infusions, capsules, potions, or injections against hernias, rheumatisms, colds, bronchitis. It even found its way into authoritative manuals of the time, such as the Material Medica and the Codex Medicus. So these big journals of medicine. We know a lot about the sensory qualities of coffee and how to choose coffee, but many of us are perplexed about how coffee affects our health. So is coffee healthy? Three things you need to know about coffee. Number one, drinking coffee is linked to a myriad of health benefits. A large number of studies find that people who drink coffee have a lower risk of several cancers, neurological conditions, including Parkinson's disease, depression, and Alzheimer's disease, metabolic conditions, including type 2 diabetes, and liver conditions. Number two, coffee is a source of polyphenols and nutrients. We often equate coffee with caffeine, but coffee beans contain over 100 compounds, including magnesium, which a lot of Americans are deficient in, vitamin B3, chlorogenic acid, which is really important, and then two things called cafestrol and cathweol. If one thing sticks out of all those things, let it be the chlorogenic acid, of which coffee is one of our main sources. So how does it work? These compounds show important biological effects, such as improving antioxidant responses, reducing inflammation, promoting the detoxification of carcinogens, and improving your glucose metabolism, your blood sugar control, all important in chronic disease prevention. Number three, two to three cups per day is ideal. The measurement of unit is a cup. I drink out of a blender cup, so even though I'm drinking one of these, it's actually probably like two and a half cups of coffee. Although coffee contributes to a daily intake of polyphenols, other whole plants in our diet like fruits and vegetables do as well. So don't force the coffee if the coffee isn't for you. You can get these things in other ways, or maybe you try a quality decaf coffee. Here are some tips for healthier coffee. If you can, opt for whole coffee beans, and then grind it yourself at home to get the maximum amount of polyphenols. Number two, light to medium roast and freshly roasted seems to be best. Light to medium roast and freshly roasted. This is to preserve more health-promoting compounds in the bean. Number three, organic. It's better for the environment. It might be better for your health too. 
And then number four, chemical-free decaf looks to be very, very beneficial. Look for natural methods like mountain water when you put that with your coffee. And then lastly, savor it. When you have the time, take a moment to enjoy the process all the way from the beginning start to brewing to sipping it and finishing it. Sometimes this is the only time during our day where we can be present and just aware. And it's awesome that it happens first thing in the morning for most of us. Appreciate the journey from coffee, cherries to your brew, select your favorite mug, and just enjoy the aroma. Savor it. My go-to coffee brand, the one that we drink in our household, is from the company Four Sigmatic, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C, Four Sigmatic. We do the Think Mushroom Blend. It has some lion's mane in it, some chaga in it. We love Four Sigmatic's Think Mushroom Blend. Now, while coffee has its perks, we would be remiss if we didn't go to the other side of the coin. It's just essential to be mindful of a few things to ensure you're enjoying your cup of joe responsibly, so here are a few considerations. Caffeine sensitivity, of course. Keep an eye on your caffeine sensitivity. If you're sensitive to caffeine, excessive coffee consumption can lead to restlessness, anxiety, insomnia, and increased heart rate. Know your limits and adjust your intake accordingly and know that on the other side, you might build up a tolerance to caffeine. So some experts do suggest doing caffeine Uh, coffee every other day. And in between those days, doing a nice tea to help you still get a little bit of an energy boost in the morning, still get that experience of brewing a morning cup of whatever tincture, but being able to kind of uh, undulate your caffeine tolerance. Number two, hydration balance. Yes, coffee is a diuretic, which means it, it does increase your urine production. Uh, Ensure that you're just staying adequately hydrated by balancing your coffee consumption with water intake. But for the most part, the water that you put in your coffee can do a pretty good job of balancing this out. It's just something to be aware of. Number three, it's acidic nature, acid nature. Coffee is acidic and can potentially cause some stomach discomfort for some uh, or even acid reflux in other individuals. If you do experience digestive issues, just consider drinking coffee with some food or opting for a more low-acid coffee blend, or tea. Number four, quality for sure matters. Just like everything, quality matters. Just because the name coffee is on the bag doesn't mean that it has the same health-promoting benefits. We probably know this intuitively. The way coffee is brewed matters. If you have a moldy, old coffee maker that you don't clean very well, that's going to elicit different coffee health benefits than some uh recently cleaned machine that is just pristine and and making sure that you don't have any mold in there. Mold, I know, is a huge um, thing that you need to worry about when it comes to coffee, especially if you have the um, grounds all ground up and it's sitting out somewhere. Timing is key. Be cautious about when you drink coffee, especially if you're sensitive to caffeine because you want to avoid this close to bedtime, of course. That's going to prevent disruptions in your sleep cycle. And when you disrupt your sleep, One of the biggest pillars of health is knocked down. A lot of stuff falls after that. Number six is additives and sweeteners. So your coffee black is much different than if you throw in a bunch of cream and sugar. I once saw someone put 12 teaspoons, maybe even tablespoons, 12 scoops of sugar into their coffee. I was like, we are now getting to Starbucks level. This is not coffee anymore. This is a, this is a a shake and a treat from uh, all that sugar that you just added into it. So try to... Minimize excessive sugar or artificial uh, sweetener 
intake into that coffee. Uh, consider natural sweeteners or just enjoy your coffee black. Number seven, individual responses are going to vary. Of course, everyone responds differently to coffee. While some people love the benefits from the health promoting compounds, others might experience negative effects. Just pay attention to how your body reacts and adjust your consumption accordingly. And then lastly, moderation is key. Like many things in life, moderation is crucial. Uh, there's a joke on the Mind Pump podcast that I listen to, Justin, one of the hosts. He has a cup zero, which means that it doesn't even count. It just gets him back up to normal, and then he counts the cups of coffee after that. If you get to a point like that, that's probably a, a sign that you need to tailor it back, titrate it down a little bit, maybe even titrate it down and then fast for a while, like a week or two, and then jump back on the coffee train. Uh, just as with anything, the poison is in the dose. And before we conclude this episode, I just wanted to let you know that in the description of this episode, I'm going to include two recipes from a great resource called The Doctor's Kitchen. I got it from The Doctor's Kitchen podcast. Uh, Dr. Rupi Aujla, he's the guy that runs that thing and I think you should definitely check them out. They got good stuff there. But the two recipes are power oats with espresso, banana, and cacao. Whoo, it looks really good. And then there's an iced uh, iced chocolate coffee in there. Boom. Go check it out in the description of this episode. And that's it, my friends. Thank you for joining me on this Fuel Up Friday episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Please share the knowledge that you gained with your friends and family and hold each other accountable. If you enjoyed this content, it helps us a ton. It's a non-cost way to support this podcast. If you could just post a screenshot of this episode on your social media stories and include one takeaway so that I know what you're getting out of these episodes. It will help me make my episodes in the future. Make sure you tag me and share your journey. Tag me at livingthedream underscore podcast or at coach Damien underscore SD and let us know how this episode benefited you. Let us know what we missed. Let us know what we got wrong. Let, tell us how you have your morning brew. Tell us how you love your coffee and what it does for you. We want to know. Message us if you have any suggestions or tips that would help your Living the Dream team that we can discuss on future episodes. I'll be right he here with you working on making us stronger, happier, and healthier humans. Until next time, friends, keep living the dream.